Thank you for checking out this episode of Raised on the Radio from the CEP Network. If you like what you hear, do us a favor and hit that subscribe button on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and give us that five-star rating. Maybe even leave a review to let others know what you think of the show. And while you're at it, give us a like and a share on the socials and tell all your friends about the variety that you get right here on the CEP Network. The CEP Network now has a promo code for one of the best nutrition and supplement companies in the business for you to use. Just go to truenutrition.com, look at all the great products, place your order, and when you go to make your payment, type in CEPN in the promo code box for 5% off of your entire order. It is that easy. In this episode, we are all over the place. We talk about cancel culture and the recent allegations against Marilyn Manson. We talk about the Nelly and St. Lunatics beef, butt rock bands who have underrated records, and all the changes with NFL quarterbacks next season. If you would like to get a hold of Patrick Blair or myself, you can reach out on the social medias. You can reach us on the Raised on the Radios, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages. And if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or topics you would like to get our thoughts on, don't hesitate to reach out. And now, let's get into the episode. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Raised on the Radio. I am one half of the show, I am Colt Brocato, my good friend Patrick Blair in Zoom land on a brand new computer. That must be lovely. That that screen on that thing's pretty massive, right? No, it's not too bad. Not too I, bad? I, didn't, I went for the smaller smaller screen. Oh, okay. Because it's cheaper? I don't need cheaper? a TV to be my computer. <laughs> no. I but gotcha. yeah, it's a... Uh, it was long overdue. I'm fucking loving it. So I happy bet. Super Bowl Sunday. For sure, man. Are you excited? And or I'm in do a different room again because <laughs> my basement where my office is, my major air quotes here, my man cave is. I think man caves are lame, but um, <laughs> where my man cave is, it's just one big dirt hole right now with a, with a, with a, a cracked sewage pipe. So Yikes. here I am. Um. Yeah. So another room because I moved, I, you know, the new computer came and of course I don't have an office to put it in. So I had to put it in the bedroom Mm -hmm. uh, and we had to rearrange the bedroom to make this work. So behind me is the most boring wall you're ever going to see. I like for that logo behind me. That's (laughs) pretty cool. I like how you did that. Is that on a TV? Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. So anyway, anyways, it smells good in here. It smells like Island Margarita. Got nice. my favorite candle going. We're, I'm in a good mood. So happy Super Bowl Sunday again. Anyway. Absolutely. Are you excited about Super Bowl Sunday or does it not really matter? I'm always excited. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I lo- I'm a giant football fan and I fucking love watching Tom Brady lose. Even though it doesn't happen often. Is this is that but your pre- it does. Is this your prediction already? Oh, uh, we we going to jump on predictions right now? I mean, should we not? Chiefs 28-23. I like that. I definitely like that. That's my prediction. Okay. So you don't um, you don't you don't think the whole uh Tampa Bay hosting it's gonna change anything? How many people are gonna be there? I don't know. That's a good question. I was thinking the same thing. It's gonna be packed, dude. You think? It's gonna they're, they're yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean yeah, I mean it's, it, it's still gonna be thousands of people less than it's normally it normally is for a Super Bowl. Well, you got to understand, Florida doesn't know COVID exists. <laughs> the fucking Wild West. They're, they're like, fuck it. So the fact that the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is in Florida, I think it's going to be packed. What did you watch? And the, What did you watch? You said that they don't give any fucks about COVID. Recently, you just brought up something. Oh, it was. What was that? Because I, I, I didn't remember. check on it. It was in a, was it in a club or something? 
No, no, no. Bare knuckle fighting. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Paige Van Zant was on that card, and Chris yeah. Lieben, which are both you know former UFC fighters. I can't get into it, man. One making one making their debut, being Paige Van Zant, and she lost by a decision. And then Chris Lieben as his retirement fight, which I guess he's been doing this for a while. I haven't heard the name Chris Lieben in God knows how long. Yeah, yeah, I get. It. Yeah, he's. I watched one of his fights, like a replay. Well, two minutes of it, because like I said, I just can't get into it. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, they gave no fucks about COVID there too. Huh? They did not. I had no. That's well. People are uh, ready to move on. They really ready are. To move on. Cole. They really are. And I feel like now that these vaccinations are going out in strides, I I feel like, I feel like things are going to get back to normal faster than everybody expects them to, or people are going to force things to get back to normal. Yeah, just follow Florida's lead. He'll be, he'll that's, be just that's fine. always the best route. <laughs> follow never what Florida a good, does. Never a good thing, but if you want to get over a pandemic, <laughs> you follow Florida's lead. Um, that's funny, man. Well, the good news is this because, like, because Florida hasn't given a fuck pretty much the entire time, Florida's not going to get canceled if the Super Bowl, I should say this, Florida's not going to get canceled if the Super Bowl is packed with people. Can't cancel Florida. That's true. You can't. You know who you can cancel? Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Homeboy's got issues, huh? Like, Allegedly. like, did anybody not expect this? What does that mean? I mean, these are different issues, but I mean, like, his background and... Okay, l l what I'm talking about is, like, his persona that he puts off. People would think he has issues. Wouldn't you think? Dumb people. Dumb people would think that, yeah. Okay. You're saying because of his stage character, yes. he's going to have these yes. same and sort of issues. Yes, and I'm, not, and I'm not saying he couldn't be a church-going, you know, perfect citizen, you know, but he. I'm, I'm just saying that the persona that he puts on, the music videos that he does, the character that he plays it, as Marilyn Manson is, put, it puts people off. Yeah, dumb people. Well, well, dumb people or people that don't listen to the music or people that don't follow music or care to follow that type of music. Well, let me just put it this way. If he really is this person in real life and he goes to church, he's absolutely a psychotic person. <laughs> let me just say that. That's that would be the worst thing about him. That's true. Anyway. So is the, okay. Don't wanna, I don't want to offend the God, the God fearing people out there, the church going is the, people. So is, the, is it just his, uh, what was the woman's name that he used to be with? Evan Rachel Wood. Is it just her that's coming out saying this stuff, or is there are multiple other people? Okay. Uh, so, the, so I sent you a link, but one of the th <laughs> one of the things was this girl from a band. I, uh, I've never heard. I've never heard of the band. So she said that she met him backstage at a festival, and he put a he tried he had a GoPro on him, and he tried to film up her skirt. And she said something to like a tour manager or something. And I go, okay, now I'm not saying it didn't happen, but if it really did happen, that's a crime. He should have went to jail that sure. day. Right. Yeah. Also, where was the GoPro? Uh, like where, where did he have it? Was it on like his shoe? And he was like doing the old whoop, sliding the foot underneath the leg. Like what was he doing? Right. I don't know. But then she went on. And the reason that I'm just like, I got, Again, I'm not saying it didn't happen. 
If it did happen, he should have gone to jail. But in her tweet about it, she then went on, got on her soapbox about how women aren't treated equally in music and all this shit. And I was just like, oh, God. Another thing the world doesn't need is the mistreated woman in rock music. I, I fucking what well, I, I, uh, I I have I don't know I I don't have a leg to stand on when it comes to talking about this stuff. So I'm not really going to give an opinion. I just d- tying those things together is j- but just seems like a way to talk about not being mistreated in music. Yes, yes, has nothing to do with the people who could have actually been abused right by Marilyn Manson. It has to do with her woke views on the music industry and women in society today. It's just so self-serving. Why don't you just say, Hey, he's an asshole. I met him. Wasn't nice to me. He tried to fucking film up my skirt. Done. Right. Done. Right. But instead here comes this diatribe about how, and that's fine. Uh, you know, but do that separately. It has nothing to do with Marilyn Manson and his his alleged victims. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you may be a victim. Why didn't you tell someone else who would have called the cops? Because that's a crime. I've seen Law and Order SVU. I know you can't do that shit. But doesn't that and we don't have to go down this route, but doesn't that kind of come into play with like the whole Bill Cosby thing? Like all these women that come out like years and years later about stuff because somebody else decided to step forward and. And say things like it in the, the same kind of kind of thing, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yes, yes, it is. But I read some comments on her and people were like, well, she didn't say anything because she was like worried about her career at the time. Marilyn Manson, albeit huge artist, legendary artist, right? I don't think he has the power to blackball her from anything in the music industry. You know what I mean? Not, Maybe he does. He Not that he like, has the power to blackball, but as you said, a legendary artist who would have some pull if he wanted to. Just saying that, hey, you shouldn't work with this person, that doesn't mean they're going to be blackballed, but it does mean that, hey, Marilyn Manson said that you shouldn't work with this person. We might think about not working with this person. Yeah. Well, if everyone is as dumb as you think they are and they think he's this person in real life, then why would they think that? Why would they think anything of it? Right. I get it. They would just chalk it up to, it's just Marilyn being Marilyn. He's a silly (laughs) goose. By the way, his real name is Brian Warner. Which is weird. I don't know why. I don't know why it's funny to me. It just is. It's a normal name. Does he sound like a Brian to you? No. Maybe that's why it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) What would his, he, he looks more like a Jerry jerry (laughs) yeah feels he looks and feels more like a jerry okay maybe okay maybe a phil oh i could see phil i think yeah phil or jerry not brian brian's just too generic (laughs) sorry to all the brians out there but i have a generic name too you know i have two first names he could be Um, he could be a thomas i could see a thomas about that thomas feels a little bit too proper (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah okay. and he, he's not a tommy he definitely no, doesn't look like a sure, tommy. No. no and thomas is too proper so yeah I, I what did i say jerry phil maybe a bruce Ooh, he looks like a bruce <laughs> total bruce total bruce yeah but in that story too uh and i'm again i'm gonna i'm trying not to sound offensive here but in that story the evan rachel wood 
accused him of being insanely racist, anti-Semitic, and uh, kind of threw the, uh, you know, the the N-word dagger around a lot. And if you didn't laugh at him or sort of like go along with it, he would abuse you more. Um, I always thought he was Jewish. Oh, I don't. I could have swore I saw in an interview at some point, sometime, somewhere, he said that he was Jewish. Maybe not. Maybe I'm making that part up. I mean, because but, she uh, she was saying also that like he would draw swastikas on her bedstand and all yeah, all this yeah, other I, all this other stuff like pretty crazy. Yeah. So I, I don't. How I don't much know. of that is? I. <laughs> well, look. Okay. How much of that is an intimacy, an intimate moment where we're we're in an intimate situation? I did something to get in a reaction out of you, not thinking you would ever share that with anyone, because again, it was just trying to get a reaction out of you. Again, I'm not saying that's right. I would, I would really hope that my wife would smack me if I started drawing swastikas. What are you saying? saying, What are you saying right now? You're saying how is that in (laughs) in it? He's really this guy in an intimate setting. You're going to draw swastikas for what? If he's really this guy, you say he is. Yes. I could see that would be something that sort of strikes him as like, ah, I'm being shocking. So let me go ahead and do this. Given her Jewish heritage and all that good stuff. Again, I'm not saying it's right. It's not cute in any way. I'm not saying that. And again, if I started drawing swastikas on our walls, I would expect my wife to kick me in the dick. What I'm saying is, if he really is this guy, is it really that shocking? I guess is what I'm trying to say. Don't be afraid to give me your opinion on this. <laughs> I don't have. Don't be scared. I don't have. I can an tell op- in your face you're going to shy away from this, and I don't want you to. Listen, I'm sure behind closed doors, there's a lot of freaky stuff that goes on with a lot of people that people don't That's know my about. Point. And I understand what you're saying. This just seems different. <laughs> maybe that's his idea of pillow talk. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it is. So maybe he I, is just a silly goose. Maybe. <laughs> You're so afraid to talk about it. I don't have any. It's no, I, it's not that I'm afraid to talk about it. It's that I don't have. I don't really have an opinion on that. Like I just, if I've never even thought about it the way that you're putting it. I mean, that's not even necessarily my opinion. I'm just paint. I'm just throwing out some trying to paint a picture. I'm not that, defending yeah. him. I'm not defending him. Uh, but the, so at the beginning I said he's canceled and that's why I brought this up. So I have a question for you. Okay. If I listen to Marilyn Manson's music still, let's say all of these allegations are true. Which we'll never, honestly, we'll probably never find out mm-hmm. because half the time nothing ever comes out. But let's hypothetically say that they are true and I still listen to Marilyn Manson's music. Do you think less of me or do I have to cancel him too? I think there's a difference there when you don't have the proof in in the first place. Okay, that's perfect. So I still listen to Michael Jackson and I don't feel bad about it. Okay. Motherfuckers got some hits, yeah, all right? Yeah. Got some hits. They touch my soul. But people think he touched little boys. So should I not listen to him? But it's never been proven. And he's gone now, so it never will. Right. Most I don't likely. know. I, I don't know. I, but I, I'm a hypocrite. Let me let me tell you why. <laughs> okay. Well, I still but, listen to Mike. Okay, but before you do that, I'm going to tie this back to what I just said a while ago, tying it to Bill Cosby. So now yeah. that we have proof and he is in prison... Do we, if you watch the Cosby show, 
do people think less of you because you watch the Cosby show or you watch his old stand-up or anything like that? Some people would, yes, but I don't think they should because you're not invested in him as a person. You're invested in his art. What he's doing, yes, right. You know? Yeah. So here's why I'm a hypocrite. So I still listen to Michael Jackson, but I won't listen to Lost Prophets. Okay, you know I, that story? I, I do. I do know this story. And that sucks because their second album is really good. I don't I don't think I ever listened to a full album of theirs, but I but they're they're big ones like Rooftops and um, before that, before that was uh, was Last Train Home before that last train. It's the album with Last Train Home. I okay. can't remember what it's called. Maybe start something. Anyway, really good record. And so was their first record. I don't listen to them anymore. That guy. But it goes back to what you said. That guy was guilty. He was it was proven. He was a legitimate scumbag. Still is. So if it, so, if right now somehow you they were there was proof that Michael Jackson did what everybody said there was, would you stop listening to Michael Jackson? <laughs> that look on your face just now. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe. I don't know that, but that, yeah, it's, I, I it's a, it's a hard. So the same thing goes like for a while. I wouldn't listen to As I Lay Dying. Okay, I don't know this story. So. Tim Lambesis, the singer or the vocalist of that band, hired a hitman to kill his wife. Jesus. And actually did go to jail for it. Served his time, has since been let out. That band has since started touring again, put out record. I think they put out at least one record since he's been out. So now I'm not going to lie. When that news first broke, I was like, I can't listen to, I can't listen to As I Lay Dying now. I would feel like a scumbag. But now they'll come up and shuffle when I'm at the gym. I'm like, yeah, I got to leave this on. This is a really good workout song. And I'll listen to it. So so now let me figure out what you're going to, what you're, how, how you're playing this out. So are you going to tell me that because he's done his time for what he did, that now it's okay to listen to his music again? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. No, nah, well, maybe. <laughs> well, look, 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 look. No, it's not. That's not why. I mean, somewhat, somewhat. But here's why. I don't think it's fair to the other dudes in those bands. You know? Now, if they knew and they went along with it, then fuck them too. But if they didn't know, it's not fair to crucify them as well. That doesn't mean you have to listen to the music, but, you know, it's pretty unfair to sort of cancel them as well, take away their ability to... What about what about the lost prophets? What is he is he in prison? I'm pretty sure he's in prison. Yeah, and I don't think he's ever. I, I don't know how he's still alive. Is he still alive? I don't know. I don't know. So, something like that. You wouldn't you wouldn't think that he would be. Well, I think prison in the UK is different than here. Let's just put it that way. Okay. I, I get I get I'm, I get, what, I get what you're saying, but I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing. I don't know. My, okay, don't know. so my question is same concept as as I lay dying. If that lead singer gets out of prison tomorrow and they put a record out next week. No, no. What he did was deplorable, just gross, just the worst. So people who might not know what, what exactly did he do? He's a baby raper. Okay. A baby raper and his ex fiance or fiance helped him do it. Oh, I didn't know that. Terrible people. I might be getting that part wrong, but I'm pretty sure she knew about it and was, was helping him. Um, but yeah, just terrible people. So fuck them. But the other dude, the dude, the dudes in his band, if they didn't know anything about it, then why is it fair to take them down with him? 
I don't know if we're actually doing that, but that's my point. You know, I gotcha. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, but then do you look down upon those band members if he gets out of prison tomorrow and they, they put out a record next week? Do you look upon, down upon the rest of those, that band for doing music with him again? My immediate reaction or my immediate answer is yes. Yeah. But I'm sure some of them will, he's a changed person. He's, you know. So what about, stuff, so what about as know? I lay dying? Those guys might not have known that he put that hit out on his, his ex-wife well, what or whatever, but, but they still are putting music out with him now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should we not talked about this? You're just like running around in circles. <laughs> And now that you mention it, when Monster went out to when when Monster was looking for, I'm a fucking idiot. When Monster <laughs> was looking for producers for Cages, we actually went and demoed with Josh, the guitar player of As I Lay Dying. Really? So I've actually worked with one of those guys. So it would be I'd be the biggest hypocrite on earth if I didn't listen to their music, but still worked with that guy. So. I guess I have no say in this, do I? I so what just, you're saying I, is I you're have, du- you're dug in, but no, it's I'm, it's I'm, it's important. Like this stuff is important to talk about, though. Like because yeah, this is stuff that doesn't get talked about. Like people just keep their opinions to themselves because they're worried that whatever their opinion might be is going to be opposite of what somebody else might, and then now they think they're going to oh, look yeah. da- look down upon because that's their opinion on something, right? Or when they yeah, can just yeah. listen to the music in private. And not tell anybody about it. Yeah, they're important conversations for sure. And I don't think we should be afraid to have them. And I don't think that, again, we, I don't think we should be crucified for talking about it. You know, it's, um, but that's what cancel culture is meant to do. It's meant to silence people, you know. Well, you said that it, Marilyn Manson's canceled. What did you mean by that? Do you just mean that he's a part of this cancel culture now or is he being dropped by? He got dropped by everything. His label, his no management shit. dropped him. They've been together for like twenty five years. Really? Uh, well, have you heard? Have yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Have uh, you heard the story? Um, I probably even shouldn't bring it up for one because it's country music, and for two because I don't know. I can't remember what the guy's name is. Morgan something maybe or something. I saw that about this guy who got dropped by his label for getting caught saying the n word. Right. I, I I don't know. Like I said, I, I shouldn't go too deep into it because I don't really know the story that well. I just know that the basics of it. That's the headline that I saw. I didn't read about it, but that's the headline I saw. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, if the label does not want to endorse racism, then they drop them. I, I simple as that. But also, they can do that. They, I guess I get well. Look, I guess Marilyn Manson's when I say he's being canceled and he's dropped by his label and his management, those are business decisions. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily canceling him, but also his peers have sort of come out and and thrown him under the bus. And to me, that's canceling someone. Like Wes Borland said something about it. Trent Reznor. Okay. Um, so that that's weird to me. Like, I, but if you know it, but again, if you knew he was like this and you knew he committed a crime, why didn't you say something? Right. You know, mm-hmm. but I think it's just, you know, his, his behavior at times was problematic. So I'm just going to come out and say that without any real evidence of him actually doing anything wrong. Maybe morally it might be wrong, but criminally it might not be, you know? Yeah. 
That's what I was saying. Maybe but, his but, idea but, of pillow but, talk is drawing swastikas on the table. I was gonna say, but, but morally, you're an asshole. Criminally, you've done nothing wrong. Yeah, but these days, morally is probably worse than criminally in a lot of people's eyes in this cancel well, culture sure. that you're talking about. Well, sure. <laughs> I don't know. It, it didn't. So anyway, I, I don't listen to Marilyn Manson enough to even defend this. Like when I said that, I, I really don't. I mean, he's got some songs. I, you know, so like, I don't know. Do I not listen to beautiful people anymore because he supposedly has done these things? There's a lot to feel no, that, bad about. That's, that's... And, and that's why this is so this is that's why it's a difficult conversation. There's a lot to feel bad about. You feel bad for his, his alleged victims, mm -hmm. but then also me personally, uh, I can't, I can't get behind you if you're racist, right? Yeah, you know? for sure. I can, that's a reason for me to stop listening to your 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 music. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so if that's true, then I. But I don't know it's true. So because I don't know it's true, am I a racist because I listen to his music? Many people in today's culture and society would say, yeah, you're a racist too. If you listen to his music, well, no, that's not, you know what I mean? Like it, it's a, it's a, it's a slippery slope, man. That, you know, it, it's a, it's a long grab though for, to say that because that person is racist, you listen to their music. Now you're racist. That's, I know that, that people, happens. I know that people can look at it that way. Yeah. I'm just saying that that's not the way I look at it. But Whoa. but 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 that's also not condoning racism by any means. No. But you're letting people get away with racist behavior. Yes. And that's a no no. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sound like you're uh, talking to your son right now. But yes, <laughs> that's a no no. <laughs> I'm talking to you. I get um, it. I get it. Yeah, dude. That's uh. I don't know. We'll see another, again, another, but I don't want people to be not surprised at this story because of his stage character. That I guess that's another thing that's annoying me, you know? Yeah, I get it. You have to separate the guy from the art or from the music. You have to, but people don't want to, you know, people still well, listen be, be, to fucking but, Gary glitter, but it's also because it's easier to tie him to the things he's doing by if they don't separate him from the character. Right? Yeah, but that doesn't make it that that to me is like a convenience thing. You have to be able to assume that there is a character, that he is a different person, and oh. that you can't you're not like I said, you're not invested in the person. You're invested in the music. But you're but you're also most people only know brian warner as marilyn manson he's only in the media as marilyn manson so how it's not easy to separate him from the character yeah it is you gotta use your brain you gotta you gotta you gotta <laughs> stop and think right you gotta you gotta slow down you know well i get what you're saying i get what you're saying yeah well i, I was just i just had a thought and now i forgot it damn it um yeah i don't know like what like I said, people still listen to Gary Glitter. Why do that name? Why does that name sound familiar? What do I not know about this? Or what? Gary I, Glitter was the dude who touched kids too, but he had the he has the the. Dun, 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 dun. Hey. Dun, dun, oh, okay, dun, dun, dun. yeah, yeah. That's Gary Glitter. 
Okay, so you're going to stop going right. to sporting events because they play that at pretty much all of them. Should they stop playing that at sporting events? Probably so. Yes. <laughs> Maybe let's find a new let's find a new anthem, a new pump up song, huh? There's plenty. Did tag team do anything wrong? I saw them in a commercial the other day. Play whoop, there it is. <laughs> is that the one where they're like scooping ice cream or whatever? Yeah, I think. Um, That's funny. Yeah, maybe stop playing that. But people do. I'm just saying, but that's the thing. You, you, you're not, again, not invested in the person. You're invested in the song. I mean, if you found out Thomas Crapper was a, a rapist and a pedophile, would you start shitting in your backyard instead of a toilet? Uh, that, that's a, that's a bad example. <laughs> Cause you're, no, you're, yeah, it is because you're kind of doing like the worst possible thing you could do to anybody. What do you mean? By you're shitting in a toilet. That's like. What? <laughs> what did I just miss? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> what? You shit in the toilet, right? You uh-huh. don't shit in your backyard. Correct. Okay, so the guy that invented the toilet, which I don't know if his name is Thomas Crapper. I'm pretty sure I I just made that up. I figured you made that up. Look that up. I'm pretty sure that's his name. I don't think it would be Crapper. Yeah, I I swear to God it is. Don't believe everything that you read, people. Um, So, like, I don't don't have a point. I'm an (laughs) idiot, like I said. This whole thing, this whole whole conversation is me being an idiot. (laughs) I'm just, I'm towing the line like you're not supposed to. Anyway, I don't know, man. Um... It's a debacle well, that it's a debacle that I don't know can really be fixed. Debacle, debacle, debacle. Deba- is it a debacle? It's debacle. Oh, I, okay. Boggles, boggle is a board game. I said debacle, and I do remember boggle. The <laughs> <laughs> bears, the um, bears. Yeah. Well, it's the. Is it a debacle though? That's the point. Because in 2021, it doesn't seem to be. It just seems you accuse, and then the person's done. Brian Callen's still going, but have you heard a fucking peep from Chris D'Elia? Where oh, did dude, he go? I didn't even think about that. No, I haven't. I haven't heard anything from him. Where did he go? Him. Hmm. Did he move to fucking Antarctica? Like, how do we not? Where? where? Did, did he, does he have a podcast still? No. Whoa. And if he does, it's not on YouTube. So maybe that's why I don't know. I never. I just, yeah, I just realized that I have not seen him in months, like anywhere. Since he was accused. But then again, but but then again, I mean, Brian Callen has slowed down too. I haven't really seen him much. He has a new podcast that just started. Oh, he does? And he's still doing the thing with Sam Tripoli, I think. Okay. He hasn't been afraid to get out in front of this and like say, look, I'm innocent. So why did he step away from Fighter and the Kid? I don't know. That was probably a good idea in general. Yeah. I really don't think those two liked each other. And it was a bad, bad combination. That's just me. Hmm. That's just an opinion. I don't know this to be fair. I mean, they're, I mean they're, they're two opposite sides of the spectrum, really. What do you mean? Well, I mean, like some, some you could look at it as they both bring a different dynamic to the show. But I, I, to me personally, I don't know. Because Brian Callen is extremely smart. Like, he's extremely uh, knowledgeable and book smart about a lot of things. So he brought that kind of thing to the the show. 
And then that's why it didn't make sense because he was doing a show with one of the dumbest people on earth. <laughs> so maybe for a while that was funny to people, but your hatred for Brian, Brendan Schaub is hilarious. I don't hate him. I, I don't hate him. I really don't. I really don't. I hate on him. <laughs> Mainly for his MMA stuff. The rest of his shit, like people bitch about the way he dresses and the, I don't care how he dresses. I like sneakers too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wear skinny jeans too. I don't give a fuck about that. It's just being a hypocrite when it comes to MMA and, you know, I don't know. I just don't like his takes on MMA and and I don't like how he's treated COVID. I don't like how he's sort of, he's just basically, even though he had it and gave it to other people, just still thinks it's like, eh, it's fine. No, it's not fine to some people. Like you can't say that. You're a public figure. You have a, a ton of followers. You can't just say, ah, it's fine. No, it's not fine. And now he's doing you know? a show with three other guys where they're elbow to elbow in a room. God, I didn't get me started. Which is kind of hypocritical on my side because on our other show we do it's but it's just me and him and we clean. I mean, we lice all everything and all that kind of stuff in the room before we do. Oh, anything, you're talking right? about COVID. Oh, okay. I thought you just meant in general. Why the fuck are you sitting on each other's laps to do a what? podcast? <laughs> No, I mean, like, who, we're, who <laughs> does that? I mean, if we're doing like an interview or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah. I, I think Brian Callen probably made the right choice there. But also, again, if I had to guess, he was probably forced to. How would he be forced to? That was Sponsors. something that they started. Sponsors. Wait, Sponsors what? Sponsors say we're gone. What? They didn't have sponsors. sponsors really, they we're not going to sp- be your sponsors anymore. And Brendan goes, "Hey, dude, you got to bounce." Oh, I see I what you're saying. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant they were forced to do the show in the first place. But no, I see what you're no, saying. Well, you're, you, you mean they were kind of forced to separate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Uh, again, these this is all just opinion or theory. But Bre- but but no- but in my opinion, if that was the case, Brendan should have. If if Fighter and Kid had enough of a following then Brendan should have walked away and done and created something else, which I mean, he know, I know he has the food truck diaries. He has eight shows, but he should have walked away. And if he really had that good of a following that was consistent, then they would have moved to whatever else he was going to do. Yeah. Are we a podcast talking about another podcast? Uh huh. Yeah. We do that oh, sometimes. Shit. <laughs> We we're should, not we, a troll cast, though. No, we're not, but we should have changed. We're not, we're not we, trolling. We're we not should, trying to troll. As I said, I hate on Brendan, but I'm with you, dude. I'm kind of a fan, you know? We Gotta should, be if I, if I... What? <laughs> I don't know. We should just probably what? change the name of our show to, like, Hypocritical Hour or something like that. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I'm going to get a hypocritical tattoo. <laughs> you should. I'm going to do that. That'd well, be awesome. look, dude. I'm okay with being a hypocrite because, you know, sometimes you say things and they just, they fly out, right? You can't grab it. They're there. And then you think about it and you go, oh, shit. I didn't think before I said that. It's okay. It's part of life. The idea is knowing that you're a hypocrite, which I am. I have fully embraced. I have (laughs) fully embraced this role. I'm cool with it. So, whatever. Um, Do you... uh, Speaking of hypocrites, you sent me something and you brought up something this morning that I had no idea about. I can't believe this bypassed you somehow. 
I went down a fucking rabbit hole. I was, it was riveting. You are welcome. So, you are welcome, sir. But that interview dude, that we're going to talk about is, it's intriguing. Yeah, I loved it. I loved every second of it. Except for, if I had, if, except for the, the only thing I hated was the interview style. Oh, it was terrible. Because, um, yeah, that, I, what show was that? I don't know. But it was, it was, I mean, it was basically trying to interrupt the guests the entire time. Yeah, just let them speak. Right. Why, 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 but, uh, see, I stopped before I said it. <laughs> Never mind. Sometimes you know you're going to say something that you shouldn't. Um, no, no. So, so you sent me, you said to me this, you, <laughs> you texted me and you go, I don't even remember. Did you say, what do you think about this beef between Ali and Nelly? Is that what you said to me? Well, no, I, I said, have you heard about the the oh. St. Lunatics and Nelly beef going on? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To which I said, no, but I want to hear about it. Which Please, I had no idea if that was, me. I had no idea if that was sarcasm or not, by the way. No, I was not being sarcastic. I was 100%. I need, I need to know about this. I got to, I got to know. Yeah. Um, and so... Do you have a clip or something that you have ready to go from I, that interview? I, I don't. I could probably pull one up. We should, probably should give it some sort of context. But okay, so here's what I loved about it, and it, well, we can kind of sum it. Some we, we're, you can sum it up as Ali is saying that he wasn't paid properly for writing on country grammar, essentially. Yeah. Which is one of the biggest. By the way, I forgot that Nel, that record went diamond. Dude, yeah. How fucking crazy is that? I totally forgot about that. Dude, that is b -b -b baller status. Yeah. That record was Diamond. was crazy. But I mean, think of, oh, think of all the hits that were on it, though. That's what I'm saying. And with that said, you know what? Some, someone said this recently, and I don't remember who it was. Otherwise, I would throw them under the bus right now. People talk about how that era of rap music is their least favorite because it was so bubblegum and shit. Suck a dick. <laughs> Those records were fucking great, dude. Those, that's great music. Yeah. Like how 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 do you hear a song like Ride With Me and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that shit. Mm -hmm. What? Diamond. Diamond. That's crazy. I, I totally forgot about that. So anyway, Ali is claiming that he didn't get proper writing, didn't get paid properly for writing on that record, to which Nelly had a ton to say about it. I don't know. You look. I mean, the, the 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 big the biggest thing about the whole thing is that Ali says that he wasn't he was he says he was hustled by Nelly, and that Nelly was basically hustling the whole group. When Nelly's side of the story is, dude, everything, every step that I made to making that record was me saying I'm doing this as a group. I am doing this as a group. Yeah. Him stating that, you know, these everybody had their opportunity to be a part of it. Everybody had an opportunity to do the interviews, to do the shows, to do this, that, and the other. And he was the only one there that did everything. Right. And in the beginning, he wasn't, I guess in the beginning, they got offered a deal and he was left out of it. Like the group got offered a deal when Ali came in and he was left out of that deal. Mm -hmm. And they signed it without talking to him, I guess, is what he's claiming. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the part that... If it's true, which it, it's documentation, that's all you need to do is look up the document. It's documented. But if the part that's true, which I'm sure it is, otherwise he wouldn't have said it because you know you can trace it. But he said when he got offered the record deal by Universal, 
they said, they stated, if you sell 250,000 records, each and every single single member of the St. Lunatics gets their own deal. Oh, really? They put out their I didn't own. see that. You didn't watch that far in, apparently. I guess not, huh? Yeah. Wow. So, record sells like it does. Everyone took the deal, but not everyone made a record. Gotcha. So whose fault is it? Right. I, I don't know. He claims that he was always looking out for those guys. Every deal made around Nelly, and I'm put air quotes on that. Every deal made around Nelly, the group was included. So, but like, he made a really good point. He goes, why is it my job to look after these grown men after 20 years? True. Yeah. If you didn't think you were getting paid properly, why didn't you say something in the beginning? It's because you were happy collecting a check. Yeah. Now the checks have run out. But what's right? what, my, my thing is, is why is, was Ali just on an interview and just happened to mention this and it blew up? Or why, why is Ali coming out now and saying this? I don't know. Like what? I think he was on that show that from the, the clip with Nelly I was watching. I think he went on the show first and said all this. And then those, the, the radio show started talking with other people okay. and they were like, oh yeah, Ali's right. This, we're going to verify that. Okay. And then they, I guess Nelly was like, no, 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 no. Let me, I, let I me, was I'm just, gonna. I was just thinking in my head that if he was ever going to make that kind of a statement and he wanted it to really have impact, he should have done it at like Nelly's superstar status. Like when he was at the peak of everything. You would think. Yeah. You would think that's why it's a little bit, well, when they did that. And Nelly, so I mean, Nelly talked for like 50 minutes on the issue and, and, um, he said, you know, this reunion show they just did only one person didn't show up. He squashed the beef with everyone. Everyone squashed the beef, but Ali didn't show up. Hmm. So what does that say? He's like, that show was not about us. It wasn't about the group. Even it was about the people. It was about bringing people together in a time of. Uh, total chaos, like um, you know, with all the riots that were happening and COVID. And he was like, it was about the city. It was about St. Louis. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about us. And um, he's like, that show could have turned into a tour. One person didn't show up. So what does that say? Again, I'm not choosing sides. I don't know. I, you, you know, but it's interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, he said, he said a bunch of stuff. It's it, but again, it was it it wasn't all over the place. He hit he he and he look, he didn't he didn't swallow his own tongue once, right? Like he didn't contradict he he, he didn't contradict himself. Like he kind of stuck to the same story the entire time, which I thought again I was sort of waiting for him like for for him to like you know like when someone's telling you something and they kind of go um um like they're thinking. Like, what am I supposed to say here? You know, he didn't do that. He didn't backtrack he didn't any. Do that. Like, he didn't, like, in. I mean, he was he was going and going and going, and, like, at no point did he kind of stop and be like, oh, well, that, I shouldn't have said that or anything like that. It was like he's confident in everything that he's saying. Yeah, yeah. He which, got something? Which, now, that, that could be, I mean, just the fact that he's done media and interviews for years and years. Oh, and look he's, at you, he's dude. Used to what it. an asshole. I'm just trying to give the other side. Speaking if, from, if the <laughs> from the heart. From the heart. Play it. He was speaking from the heart. All Let's right, see. hang. Give me one second. We'll play it. Accusing that man of being phony. How dare you? I am not accusing Nelly of being phony. Uh, sounded like it to me. Uh, that's Nelly, that's I don't good. ride with this fool. <laughs> All right, here we go. 
front man. Coming all up through this group, I, I, I didn't do I didn't do songs like that. You know what I'm saying? I come in, I write my verse. Why do you think they chose you I, now? I come in, write my verse. I'm a star. Listen, all you have to do, I'm a positive person. I work my butt off. I will work my butt off. This man asked on the show, I saw a little bit of it. You said, yo, why your motor in the back and I'm mm. driving this? Yo, my motor in the back because I've never missed a show. Oh, mm. oh my motor's okay. in the back because I've done every interview. Okay. My motor's in the back because Damn. You, I mean, everybody. I, I love how they're hyping him up, too. I don't choose when yeah. I can do a, a press conference. I mean, you get the point. Yeah. You get the point. Yeah. I mean, there is so much more to play there where he actually gets into detail about the record contracts. Yeah, this was an hour and a half interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, I that clip I just wanted I wanted I wanted people to hear him say that I'm a star, which again should be cringe worthy. But I don't know what, when when Nelly says it, I fucking love it. But is it? I mean, there's you know there's several uh, bands over the years who have had one, you know the one breakout star that went on to do their own solo stuff. It's not like Nelly was the Name only one. one. <laughs> you don't want to know the name one the name I'm going to pick, but I'm sure I it's fucking want to now. I know I know you know what it's going to be though. I don't think I do. In sync and Justin Timberlake. That was a given. I know. It was a given. Yeah. I've already talked about that, remember? Okay. But when Nelly says I'm a star, there's truth to that because he was. Yeah. You know? Who helped along the way? Who wrote what part of what song? Who did this? We will never know. It's behind the scenes. And it's just going to be he said, he said. Or he said, she said. Something something was interesting to me, though, in that interview was he was talking about when he was living in the basement of another guy's place. And he had a a setup where he it was just a a radio from a car that was put down in a box and he had get connected to radio speakers and a tape deck. And he was and he was just making beats off of that. That was pretty funny. There's nothing more St. Louis than that. For sure. Yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah. Yeah. Everything well it's so funny too. And maybe that's why I just that's why I just love that interview so much is like I just hear so many things, St. Louis, when he speaks. Especially the way he speaks. It's very, very specific to our city. But just like some of the things he said, some of the things he mentioned, I was like, Oh god, I forgot about that. I forgot about this. Hey, before you go on um, though, because you're talking about St. Louis and the city and whatnot, uh something interesting I seen on Facebook yesterday. Is uh, you know how yeah. Brown and Crouppen always has a an ad during the Super Bowl? I didn't know that, but go on. Well, anyways, well, actually, was it this year, or I mean, last year, the year before? One of the years, uh, they actually Brown and Crouppen did an ad, and they were uh, bashing Cronky. But anyways, oh, Jesus. anyways, reg- get over it. Regardless, this year their ad that they're putting on during the Super Bowl is like a montage with a bunch of different businesses in St. Louis. It's pretty cool. Montage. Like, like, like Steve, uh, Steve's Hot Dogs and stuff like that's in it. It's pretty neat. Really? Yeah. But anyways, you were talking about St. Louis, and I thought I and we talked about Super Bowl earlier. I thought I'd bring that up. So, wait a minute. Back up about something you said. Uh-huh. So they're going to have a commercial on this Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And... They're not going to talk about their business. They're only going to talk about local businesses. Well, I'm sure it's, I mean, it's an ad for Brown and Crouppen, but it's got, it's a montage of St. Louis businesses and stuff too. What? Yeah. I'm sorry. So are these businesses that have worked with Brown and Crouppen? I don't know. I mean, why would Steve's Mm -hmm. hot dogs work with Brown and Crouppen? 
Maybe somebody sued him. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I fucking have no idea. Um, shout out to Steve's Hot Dogs. Um, what the fuck were we talking about before you derailed the conversation with Brown and Crouppen? Just Nelly, man. Yeah, yeah. St. Louis. Oh, yeah. So they, you actually knew that they had a commercial on the Super Bowl every year? Is that a local or is that national? Uh, I mean, it's... I don't know. Hold on a second. Um, you have me confused now. No, they don't. Now. Yes, they do. If you're... Maybe not every year, but I, I know for... I'm, I'm, I'm like 99% sure a few years ago the... Brown and Kerbin had an ad on the Super Bowl where they were bashing Cronky. Oh, that's what you said that made me upset. Yeah, people need to move the fuck on. If you're still bad, <laughs> this was a couple of years ago. Then? Oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, if you're still bashing Cronky now, I, I hate you're just you're the worst. Stop. I still see people on Twitter every once in a while. Cronky oh, deserves that. Shut up. <laughs> move on with your life. Do something. God, <laughs> so dumb. Um, I don't remember. St. Louis. Fil- yeah, filming, or I mean, uh, recording on cassettes in a basement. Nothing more oh, St. Yeah, Louis than no, that. I, it was just so fun to listen to him talk because just the way he talks is so St. Louis. He mentioned a lot of things that were so St. Louis. I don't know. It's just to other people, they might go, why, why does he say her and her body? It's not everyone talks like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just funny. It's an interesting story. So if you really care about, uh, bubblegum hip hop, that's what I wanted to ask you. Name another band where the singer broke, broke free of everyone else and was successful on their own fucking in sync. I don't know off the top of my head. Do you not know anybody else? I figured you would. So they had to be a group first, and then there had to be one person that was successful on their own after? Or How would that be any different? The idea, what? How would that be any different? Would you have somebody that broke out on their own first and then formed a group? Well, according to Nelly, they were always a group, and he was trying to get the group. Right. Sign. The group success. Okay. It just so happened that he was the one that got the success first. Okay. So is it that situation or is it a different situation where like we're in sync, we're a group. Oh, by the way, now we're grown up and no one believes this shit anymore. So I'm <laughs> Justin Timberlake. I'm going to break off and be my own success. You looking for that or the first option? I still think Let me ask of, this. I still think they're kind of the same thing. You're an Eminem stan. So was was it always supposed to be about D12 or was it always supposed to be about Eminem? Uh, same, Isn't that a good? Same, that is that is a good comparison. Uh, same concept, right? Like Eminem still. I have no idea. Eminem still to this day says that it was all about it was about D twelve for the longest time, and then he's actually put so out happened? he's put out music since then that basically said that he had to stop carrying them on his back. Kind of, kind of. I mean, not in those exact words, but. I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd have to find the track and let you listen to it. It's off one so of the. So it's always like, supposed to be about D12. Supposedly. And then one day he decided to bleach his hair, adopt a resting bitch face 24 7, and he said, I'm Well, yeah, be a but star. have you ever heard uh, Have you heard the song My Band by D12? Maybe. It, it's I'm sure kind, at some point I have. Yeah. It's kind of like a comical uh, version of, of explaining what's going on. 
and Eminem break okay. and Eminem breaking out from D12 because the other guys in D12 are kind of like talking about how they're you know Eminem's music sounds sounds better than theirs and uh, Eminem's doing all the interviews and D12's not and all this other kind of stuff. You you have to listen to that track and just just for the fun of it, it's it's interesting. Yeah, I'll check it out. No, you won't. <laughs> I don't want to speak ill of of D12. Rest in peace, proof. Anyway, so was let me was G Unit a group, and then Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent became. Uh, sure, I don't. I don't know or, enough about uh, G Unit and Fifty Cent. Is that how it worked? Was G Unit first? I don't know. I don't know, but Nelly did say that he named a couple of different groups where they were a group. One person had success, and then the other guys went off and did their own thing and were able to be successful, and they didn't complain about the one guy. I don't know. It's hmm. a good example. Yeah, it is. I, I don't, mean, I don't obviously, know. Obviously, none sure. of them were as successful as 50 Cent. Right. But Which, have you heard anything uh, from 50 Cent in a long time? He's doing something. I don't know. Were you ever, a, never, were you ever a fan? No. Because he got into acting and stuff a lot, too. Yeah, he's actually been in some good movies. So maybe that's that's probably probably the path that he goes down, though. What's the situation in a rock band where... Think about this. You had a, you had a band, they are successful, and then either the lead singer or guitarist broke off, did their own thing, and that also became successful. What's a good example... Did Steven Tyler ever go off and do his own thing at all? Did he do solo stuff at all? Or was it always Aerosmith? How are we both thinking about Aerosmith at the same time? I don't know. I, I don't swear to I don't, God. I don't I was, like but it. I was going to say, <laughs> didn't Joe Perry have like Joe Perry singles, like a uh, solo project that I don't know. I don't know. No, I have no idea. What about Slash? Slash's Snake okay. Pit. Uh, Nikki Six. Tommy Lee. Now, Nikki Six would have been, but Nikki Six, what did he do? Was it solo or did he go off and do another band? I thought it was solo, wasn't it? What about 6 a.m.? The band. That's his band. But that's a band. But it's named after the fucking guy. (laughs) (laughs) But Uh but Nelly's not going off and doing another band or, or another group. Justin Timberlake's not going off and doing another group. They're doing themselves. Well, they're, they, but we're, those are, hold on. <laughs> so you're just saying it's Nikki a name. Six can't play rock music by, by Nikki himself. Six is okay. going to be a, a one man band on stage. I get you. Um, <laughs> I, I can't think of, oh, you know, what was really popping was feel these dreams. I have no idea what you're talking about. That shit was dope. Fieldy's dreams. Yeah. Fieldy from Corn. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure he had a solo project and was called Fieldy's Dreams. I might be making that up. I don't think I am. How could you have made Check that out. up? I don't know. I'm not smart enough. You just made think. up a well, so you're saying there's a possibility that you just made up a random name for a band? It could could be. Hold on. <laughs> Fieldy's dream. No, it's it's real. Feel these dreams. Yeah. Musical group. Feel these dreams is a rap project by corn bass guitarist Reginald. Oh boy. Fieldy. Fieldy Arvizu. 
I never knew his real name. His first album, actually, you know what? I'm glad his name is Reginald. His first album, the gangster rap album Rock and Roll Gangster, was released on January 22nd, 2002. Most of the lyrics were written by Fieldy himself, with Polar Bear helping out with the rest. There you go. I wasn't making it up. I got an old one for you, like old, old. Uh, I'm sure it's going to piss me off. Do you remember the band The Monkees? Hey, we're the monkeys. And Davy Jones. Yeah, didn't Davy around? I think Davy Jones moved off and did his own thing. What the fuck are you talking about, bro? <laughs> didn't they all? I don't know. Did they? I don't know. What about the Beach Boys? Didn't they have their. Didn't Brian Wilson do something solo? And Oh, here's a good one The Eagles. Every single member of that band had a different project that was successful. But that was really? the 70s. Everyone was successful in the 70s. Did they really? I didn't know that. I might be making that up too, but oh, I'm on a roll right now with Fieldy's Dreams, so I'm going to say like, yes, I like, that's true. I like how you're like, oh, here's a good one, and then you don't even know for sure <laughs> that it's a thing. Sure. I don't know for sure. What's the dude, What's the lead dude for the Eagles, the main guy? So uh, Don Henley? Yeah. He was successful as a solo artist, right? Was he? I don't know. I just know his name from Come the on, Eagles. Dude. You I'm knew sorry. his name, but you don't know he has a successful career? Yeah. We're dumb. It's actually, like actually, I, actually, a country artist is the lead singer for the Eagles right now. Just so you, what? if you wanted to know. Vince Gill. Do you know who Vince Gill is? I know the name. Was he always in the band? No. I think, I don't know if Din, Don Henley got sick or something to where he couldn't do it. And then Vince Gill jumped in. He's been doing it. He's been touring with them for a while. Why? Why what? Is he doing why? it or why do I know? Yeah. Why? Why what? <laughs> All of the above. Let's see a question. Okay. So the only, I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you the reason why I know is because my mom is a huge Vince Gill fan. She's always, that's Who is? A, my mom. Oh. He's always been her favorite. And she actually, they w- actually went to Nashville to see the Eagles a couple of years ago with Vince Gill as the lead singer. That's the only reason I know all this. I saw the Eagles at Bush Stadium. It was badass. But that was cool. Are you an Eagles yeah. fan? No, I know nothing about them. I gotcha. That's, that's why. And I, I, some people might say that's to be a musician and not know anything about the Eagles is probably sacrilegious, but I don't. I enjoyed them. It was fun. Are there any other bands like that? What do you mean? Like as far as if you don't, like it's considered sacrilegious to not know about certain bands if you're a musician. Like, I mean, I, I, I may, maybe it depends on genre, but like if you're a metal band and you don't know anything about Pantera, I guess that would be sacrilegious. That, the same kind of concept, you know what I mean? Because like you mentioned the Eagles. The Eagles, if you are a musician in general and you don't know about the Eagles, is that considered sacrilegious? So is this a band of any age? So for instance, you have a band of 18-year-olds and they, they're a metal band. Should they know about Pantera? Is that what you're asking me? Uh, yes. That, I don't yes, know. That, that, that one kind of is, is different. I disagree. Here's why. Well, okay, but so here, let, let me give you mine first, though. Okay, so Pantera, I think has a farther reach. So even if you're an eight, in in that genre, so if you're an 18-year-old in a band, a, a metal band, you should know about Pantera. I, I just think that's, I think that's a thing. But if you're a pop artist and you're 18 years old, 
I don't know. Who, who, who's the who's, Jackson? who's the yeah, band? One hundred percent. So would it be Michael Jackson? That would be your example. Michael Jackson, Prince, fucking Mariah Carey, Janet Jackson, Whitney Houston. And if you're eighteen, um, if you're eighteen years old, you should one hundred percent know about them. And you're a pop artist. Yes. Fuck yeah! Why wouldn't you not? Okay, I'm just asking. <laughs> the reason that this is funny that you you asked this is because I remember. Uh, remember uh, a couple a couple of newer rappers publicly stating, "Yeah, I don't know who Biggie is. I don't know who Tupac is." Lil Yachty was the first one, and then I don't remember who the other one was. And I I was like, "Why the fuck would you? A, why would you say that publicly? And why wouldn't you know who they are? If you're a rapper, a rapper, and you don't know who Tupac is." Where the fuck have you been living? I don't care how old you are. You don't know who Biggie is. Like Think, things, what? things are different. I, I get it, but is that an age thing? Like, are you saying but that I, because that, of the, your age? But I said that because that's like being alive today, regardless of age, and not ever hearing who the Rolling Stones were, or not knowing who Led Zeppelin is, or U two, or something. Like what? But yeah, I mean, I, that's like saying, I, that's I, like I, saying, I like baseball. I love playing. I want to be a major league baseball player. But who the fuck is Ken Griffey Jr.? Never heard of him. You know what I mean? I get it. But what I'm saying is, is that, you know, we're still 20, I mean, 10, 20, 30 years past some of the artists and uh, players and stuff that we're talking about. So like so, the far, the farther we get, the older we get the more of a chance that that's going to happen, that these people don't know anything about or haven't even heard of some of these artists and things like that. Do you remember when you and I were talking about Deftones Mm -hmm. and you said they were before your time? Okay. And I said in response to that, well, have you seen The Wizard of Oz? And you said, yes. And I said, well, that's way before your time. But you took the time to see that movie, so why is it different with music? Okay, so let, let's talk about environment then. The people who are in your environment. No, I'm, I'm being honest. Like the the far the farther in time that you get, the less you're going to see stuff in the media. Like now, you're not going to see Tupac and Biggie in the media very much anymore, right? What? Because what I'm saying is, like, if your parents. If you're 18 years old right now and your parents didn't listen to Biggie and your parents didn't listen to Tupac and stuff like that, and the people you're around only listen to the music that's going on today, the rappers that are rapping today and things like that, you might not have, you may, may have heard the name, but you don't know much about those people, right? So that's what I'm saying. Like, it depends on the environment that you're around and that you grow up in. How not curious is the youth of today that they hear somebody going on and on about Biggie and Tupac and they don't go, but who just go ahead and pick up my stupid, who's going on and on about YouTube and look up Biggie and Tupac. But depending on their environment, who they may not know anything about Tupac or Biggie. They may never, never heard of. Okay. Let me just explain something to you. There is no rapper on earth, regardless of age that lives in an environment where someone has not talked about Biggie or Tupac. It, It doesn't exist. Okay. That is a, that is a society that you've just created just now <laughs> that will never exist. That doesn't happen. Is it possible that 20 years down the road it could be? No. 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 So 
So who was, but who was before Tupac and Biggie? Or did they, who, who was, who who, would it have been rapper wise? mm -hmm, Yeah. Cause like, like NWA was around the same time as Tupac and Biggie, right? Are you serious, bro? Dude, I don't, I'm not, I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess. (laughs) No, you're not. You can't be. No, Tupac and Biggie were after NWA. They were. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. I think those are the two. Because hip-hop still, I mean, if you think about how it's still a new genre in a lot of ways. Hip-hop is? It hasn't been around a long time. Yeah, it hasn't been around a long time. Okay, so are you saying that like NWA started it? If NWA was was before Tupac and Biggie, then who who really started hip-hop? That that as a young rapper you should know about? Yes. Oh. Well, okay. Okay, fair enough. You should know about Run DMC. You should know yes, about okay. Big Daddy Kane. You should know about fucking Eric B and Rakim. You should know about EPMD. Uh, EPMD. Oh, dude, uh, hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. This is a good conversation because you just mentioned Run DMC. Uh, so you remember how big of a thing it was when Run DMC and Aerosmith did the collaboration together? I don't know what you're talking about. What'd they do? I oh, hate okay. I hate everything okay. about like, you right now. Do you remember? Do you remember that time? <laughs> go 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 go. But but you know how big it was that they that they did that collaboration together. It was a little bit big, yes. Okay, so I I might be shifting gears, and if you want to go back to the conversation we were in, that's fine too. But I want to shift gears to uh, something that me and you talked about off the air was this whole this new Papa Roach uh, single that they just put out, where they Ooh. re where they redid Last Resort. Yeah. With this Jarris Johnson guy who was a TikTok star, right? Sure. Okay. Anyways, so on one hand, I can see that this is cool because it's like a band who has been around for 20, 30 years and has has a big name is also kind of using a star of today to collaborate into their music to also... Not not that they weren't relevant before, but make maybe even bring the old style of music into the new style and be put back into a younger generation's ears, if that makes any sense. But on the other yeah. side, it's also like, but you're fucking with what Papa Roach was. Right? Like you're 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 yeah. you're, cha- you're changing things up. So I don't know. I I, I still I'm uh I'm fighting inside myself to know if I like this collaboration or not i don't know i kind of do but i kind of don't okay i hate it (laughs) let me just make that very clear right now um but here's the issue i don't know what my my opinion is that they were trying to reach a younger audience that's why they did it and i think this dude this jaris johnson kid is trying to prove that he's an authentic sort of rock artist by teaming up with someone like a band like Papa Roach. Okay. You know? All right, well, here, I'm going to play a small little clip of this, just so anybody who is listening might, who haven't heard this song yet, I just want to play a little bit of the beginning. Here we go. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing. Don't give a fuck if I cut my arm. Okay, that's enough. Because <laughs> you hate it so much already, I can see. 
But I'll tell you what. Think about if you, you're in a band for as long as Papa Roach has been in a band, how nostalgic it would kind of be to be able to redo a music video that you did, what, 20 years ago? How, I mean, when, when, when did Last Resort come out, you think? 2000. 2000, so 21 years ago? Maybe, no, no, no. It might have come out in 99. Were you a, fa- were you a fan of Papa Roach in the beginning? Yes. Well, okay. I, sorry, sorry. I, I didn't mean in the beginning because in the beginning, Papa Roach was not what Papa Roach is now by any means. What do you mean? They were a lot more rap based in the very beginning. Oh, stop it. They were? Really? Now, have you heard not heard like Potatoes for Christmas? Like early, early Papa Roach? How, I mean, it was, I mean, for a new band, it was raw and more rap based and yeah. But they, but Pop, I always use Papa Roach as an example of a band that's has kept their style but changed their sound to to stay with the times through the years. I would agree with that. Uh, Infest came out in two thousand. Okay. And uh, the the album that followed that, Love Hate Tragedy, is one of the most underrated records of the last. How oh, it came out in 2002, it's two thousand two. It's twenty years. Okay, so give it's me such a good record. What were the hits on? They had one single that really reached. It was "She Loves Me Not," and then okay. people kind of forgot about that record. It's a fucking great record. So wait, anyway, "She Loves Me Not," and then what else was on that? Do I don't you... know that it had another single. Oh uh, really? I, mean, I don't think so. Maybe they tried. Okay, so what was oh, the yeah. what, what was the album? I think was it before Infest, uh, the one that had like "Walking Through Barbed Wire," and. Um, what was the other one? Should I don't I? know anything before Infest. Oh, really? Dude, check out Clearly that album. A... Check out that album. So apparently Time and Time Again was a single. I don't even remember that from uh, okay. Love, Hate, Tragedy. Are okay. you talking about old friends from young years? From no. 1997? No, not 97. It's the only thing I'm seeing. Track listing. Orange Drive Palms, Liquid Diet, Gerber. I, I can't P wagon shut up and die. Okay. So maybe it was newer. What, what's the album after infest? You said the love one after tragedy. Okay. What's after love, hate tragedy getting away with murder. Okay. What was on that one? <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to uh, make you name all the songs on all the Papa Roach albums. Take me, stop looking, start seeing, not listening, blood, empty promises, blanket of fear, tyranny of normality, do or die. Okay, that's a phenomenal album, actually, too. It is a good album. You're absolutely... They're good, man. No, dude, I'm telling you, the album before Infest had Walking Through Barbed Wire. I think you're making that up, man. No, I'm not. So you're 0 for 1, and I'm uh, 2-0. Nope, not happening. You're making that up. Nope, I'm not. 100% making that up. Do you not know this? What what made you bring this up? Because you mentioned Run DMC, which automatically made me think about the collaboration with Aerosmith, and then it started making me think about collaborations. So then it's something me and you had Jesus, talked about. Bro, I, I dude, my brain not. works this way. I connect. If you put me in a room by well, myself, don't say you connect dots because you didn't connect any dots. You just, well, you kind, just took the conversation <laughs> a completely different place. Not really. I mean, I'm talking about collaborations, and then it brought me to thinking about this because it's something me and you, me and you have talked about off air. I mean, yeah. if people knew the text thread that me and you have throughout the week, we would have to have like four-hour podcasts every week 
to go well, through I'm all sure the information. All I did was say, I fucking hate this. I hate this. Why did you send this to me? <laughs> and I do. I don't like it. I love Papa Roach. I love that song. I don't like that kid. He did nothing to the song but ruin it. So, you think so? Just an opinion. Sorry. So it was a bad. So because you don't like it, it was a bad decision on Papa Roach's part, or was it a no, smart decision? Not a bad decision at all. No, it was a good decision. Appeal to the TikTok kids. That's a good idea. So, if uh, you were in oh, Papa Roach's position, even if you hated it, you would still do it because it was a smart business decision. Ooh, no, I didn't say that. So you're saying if I was in Papa Roach, would I have been on board with that? Yes. What does the collective want to do? If I'm outvoted, I'm outvoted. Let's fucking do it. We're a TikTok band now. Fine, whatever. That's the way I would treat it. Uh, do you but think? Dude, do you think they it's don't do you need to do that? Do you? Though. I know, but do you think that it's possible that Jacoby didn't want to do this? Do you think he has the same mindset as you? Maybe. I seriously doubt it. Or do There's you think that because they've they've changed with the times enough that this this kind of works? I don't know. Okay. I think it works. It's okay. not the first, it's not it's not like a groundbreaking thing. I get it. I know. It's just because, you know, I it's just not for me. That's only the, the only objection I have to it is that I think it's a shit remix. Okay. With a I I don't want to hear that kid sing Last Resort. I want to hear Papa Roach do it. Um but <laughs> if you're 18 years old and you're in a butt rock band, you should know who the fuck Papa Roach is, okay? <laughs> Let's make one thing that's clear. Your, that's your example? Yep. Um, I don't know. How, how did we get here? I don't know, but I wish, as many times you said butt rock, I wish somebody would start a band called butt rock. <laughs> it probably exists, man. And it should just it should just be a cover band that just does butt rock songs. Like that would be fun. I would join that band, one hundred percent. Yeah, but I would go obscure with it, dude. I wouldn't do obvious shit. I would go obscure. Like what? Give me some examples. I would flex my butt rock muscles for sure, huh? Give me some examples. Oleander, some... Default. Oh, Default. That's a I good would... one. <laughs> I would do some. Uh... <laughs> I would do some seven channels. Uh, oh, dude, I, I don't know who you're talking about. Who's seven? God who's damn seven you. channels? How dare you? See, apparently God, I'm not as well. What do you well do? Ver- apparently, what do you do? Apparently, I'm not as well versed in butt rock as you thought I was. Who else? I would do some uh, crossfade. Okay, there you go. I would do some. I would do some fucking um, cold. How about cold? Fuck yeah, I would do some cold. There you go. But I would do old cold. I wouldn't do that obvious shit. I wouldn't do stupid girl. Um, God, there's a band. So you don't know who Oleander or Seven Channels are? I've heard of Oleander, but Seven Channels I've never heard of. Seven Channels. Oh, I have it on my phone. I I, I had bought the song. Here, oh, dude, on. look at I'll you. You, are, you supporting butt rock. I'm proud of you. I got some butt rock on my phone, bro. Uh, Maybe I don't. So Ole- oh, there it is. Here, I'm going to try to skip to the chorus here. Actually, I'm going to let it ride for a minute. No idea. 
We'll get to the chorus. Treating our listeners. This is Oleander or Seven Channels? What? Is that Oleander or Seven Channels? Seven Channels, man. Oh, okay. We'll get to the chorus and then we'll cut it. Whisper singing. I like it. All right. Anyway, that's seven channels, man. I can't believe you don't know what that is. Let me ask you this. I don't know if you consider it butt rock or not. What about the band Revis? You a fan? Do you have any interaction with those guys? Because they were out of like Belleville, right? Yeah, I, I've heard stories about them, but I never, I never, never crossed paths. Okay. Did you ever listen? Surprisingly. Well, no, no. Who was in that band? Uh, I don't. I couldn't give you names. I don't fucking. I I know who they are, but yeah, no, I I never. Okay. We there's someone we know that talks about them quite a bit, but I don't want to say the wrong person. I know two people that do that. Both of who? us are good friends with. I don't. Well, one would be Wiley. Okay. Yeah. That's and the other thinking. would be Joel Colby. Joel's friends with them, right? Uh, I think so. I think he's and they became a different band though, right? Oh, I don't know. Okay, so back to Butt Rock here. Who else will we cover? Theory of a Dead Man for sure. Um, I met those guys, by the way. Not that that matters. I've been told that I look like the lead singer of Mm. both Theory of a Dead Man and the lead singer of Seven Channels. Um, I disagree, but okay. So do I. So do I. Theory of a Dead Man guy. He's a white guy with a big nose and dark hair like me. Other than that, I don't think we look alike. <laughs> um, God, man, I'm drawing blanks now on obscurity. I suck. Just going to go through my music library. Who who are some of your favorites? You don't know who Oleander is. You don't know who Seven Channels Well, I mean, if you weren't going to be obscure, is, I, fi- I figured you would have named like Puddle of Mud or like Ultimate no, 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 Bolt Rock, no, 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 but you no, don't want to. No, 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 no. That's obvious. We can't go obvious here, man. Hmm. Yeah, that's way too obvious. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I'm what happens if I now. Google butt rock bands? I don't know if I've ever done that. Let's do it for fun. You're gonna get. Butt you're rock. not gonna get obscure. I'm sure. I'll find obscure. Top ten butt rock bands of all time by the Houston Press. Do you want to know who they are? Yes. Let's find out. See, some something tells me that the Houston Press is going to have a different definition than I do of what butt rock is. Let's see. Theory of a Dead Man, number 10. Okay. Three Days Grace, number nine. Three Days Grace should be a lot higher on that list. Puddle of Mud, number eight. Chevelle, number seven. Chevelle's not a butt rock band. I, I disagree with that, uh, too. Amber Lynn is not a butt rock band. Nope. Breaking Benjamin, number five. 30 Seconds to Mars, not a butt rock band. Nope. They're number four. Stone Sour, not a butt rock band. They're number three. Seether is a butt rock band, number two. And Shinedown is number one. I don't like that list. It's not very good. That's a terrible list. Awful list. Um, the, defi- the definitive ranking of butt rock 
bands from worst to best. Ooh. <laughs> you know, we didn't mention Trapped. Oh, this is the worst members of butt rock bands. And uh, who do you think was first on the list? Are they going to say Chris Brown of Trapped? Chris Brown of Trapped. <laughs> That's hilarious. Josh Todd of Buck Cherry, Brent Smith of Shinedown, Chad Kroger of Nickelback, Aaron Lewis of Stain. What are they saying worst? Like, what's their definition of worst? Why are they considered the worst? I guess they're just dickheads. Ooh, like, hinder. I don't know. I'm not going to read into this too much. Daughtry, Scott Stapp. Okay. I just want a list of butt rock bands, internet. Can you not give me that? Top 100, but top 100 butt rock songs on rateyourmusic.com. Are they shitting me? Number one is Satellite by POD. First of all, oh, without John, nothing on, off Satellite. First of all, POD is not a butt rock band. Second of all, they're I already close, hate this though, list. Right? Nick, no, they're not even <laughs> remotely close. Don't, don't do that. You don't have a definitive definition for butt rock. Yes, you I you do. just, what is it then? You just choose bands that you want to be Whoever in the classification butt of butt rock. rock band. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nickelback, how you remind me, Limp Bizkit, Roland. That's not a butt rock song. The Cranberries, Zombie. That is not a butt rock song. Oh, wow. Disturbed, Down with the Sickness, System of a Hang Down, on, Chatsui. Wait. Hang That's on. not a butt rock song. Hang on. Can, can a song that a band puts out not be considered mm-hmm. butt rock, but if another band does it, can it be considered butt rock? Excuse me? Okay, you said Zombie by Cranberries, not Butt oh, Rock. Oh, is the Bad Wolves Can version Bad of Butt Wolves, Rock song? Yes. 100% Butt Rock. Interesting. But it's the yes. same song. Thousand Foot Crutch, that's a good one. Oh, nice, okay. Forgot about them. Ooh, Drowning Pool, forgot about them. See, they weren't so much Butt Rock in the beginning, but they got more Butt Rocky in the middle. Are they Butt Rocky, or is that not considered more metal? It is Butt Metal. <laughs> But metal. I'm glad you're learning these terms finally. Perfect circle, Jude. That is not who thinks a perfect circle is butt rock. What asshole? Audio slave is not butt rock. Neither is Mudvayne. Neither is Rammstein. Who made this list? I'm gonna find out who the. I'm gonna write this person a letter. I'm just looking for anything obscure, and there's no obscurity on this list. It's just all obvious. Well, they're not obvious, but um, all obvious bands. Ooh, here's an interesting one. Is Rise Against a butt rock band? Hmm. I don't. I don't know because now, apparently I don't know what no, the. I don't know a punk band. I don't know what your definition of butt rock is. Apparently, so I'm not sure. <laughs> if it gets played on a radio station where the promos is like 98.7, the edge, nothing but rock. If it gets played on that station, then it's butt rock. You probably, heard Rise, you probably heard Rise Against on there then. Oh, yeah. They got a ton of songs that get mixed in with those group of bands. So are you saying they may not be considered butt rock, but they've, they've kind of crossed the barrier to maybe like halfway be butt rock? I'm officially pissed off. Oh, who is it? Guano Apes, which I'm sure you have no idea who that Jesus is, but it's one of my Christ. favorite bands from high school. They are not a butt rock band. Guano Apes? Guano Apes. Okay, so the first question I have is, open your eyes. is Guano huh? a place? Isn't Guano, uh, it's bat shit. What? Yeah. You don't know the story about Guano? 
Guano is the accumulated excrement of seabirds and bats. As a manure, guano is a highly effective fertilizer. Okay, anybody who has held on this long to the show has officially turned it off. <laughs> no, they're not. They're learned shit, man. They're learning so bad guano shit. Apes, <laughs> no, no, no. Guano apes are a German band. They had a record called Proud Like a God come out in 1997. It is, it's in my top 10 for sure. But they are not a butt rock band. Damn this list. Well, I can't think of any more obscure because I can't. Just... Can you do me a favor? And I want to. I want to. No. I want to put it on this show. I want you to give okay. me my top ten. Top no. I want you to give me a top ten most underrated albums. Okay. Because I know I'll some. Give it to you right now. I know some of those do cross into butt rock. I have heard you what say. You I have heard you say. But some butt rock bands. What one one off the top of my head is Three Days Grace. I have heard you say, "Oh yeah," that one of their records is a very highly underrated record. One hundred percent. I'm glad you said that. So you want my top ten underrated records? Do they have to be butt rock? I would like I would like them to be pushing that direction because it's you funnier. It's rock. funnier that way. You want all butt rock. Let's let's make a top ten right now. So, the album "Life Starts Now" by Three Days Grace. Yes, I'm just going to go ahead and put that. We're just going to come up with ten. Okay. Life starts now. That's definitely in there. Uh, the album. What is that Seven Channels album called? It's an underrated record, and no one really knows what it is anyway. So, oh, it's self-titled. So that one I would put in there. Okay. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, I thought I could come up with this quicker. I can't, I'll come up with a list. <laughs> I pulled out a marker. Like I was going to write this shit down quickly. Um, I've, yeah, tr- I've, tr- I've tried to keep track in my brain of any time that I've heard you say underrated. They record. have an under, they, they have an underrated record and because a lot of times it surprises me when it's a band that you might shit on a lot, but then all of a sudden it's like, they have a really underrated record. I'm like, what is going on? I cannot Wait a follow minute. you. I don't shit on any bands. What are you talking oh about? Oh my God, really? Who do I shit on? Tell me you haven't shit on Three Days Grace. No. Oh my God. They have one of my top underrated records. What are you talking about? Oh my God. The, here, oh, here we are back to the hypocritical side of Patrick Blair. The bitch came back. She did it my way. Uh, God, I'm trying to think, man. Mm. You singing Theory of a Dead Man right now? Yeah, it's, it's in my head. Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. Just think about it. We'll bring it to the table. You got to understand when I say butt rack, I'm not, it's not. I know it's not, you're not. Insult. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's not an insult. However, it is insulting to listen to some butt rock bands. Let me just throw this out there. But apparently, um, but, but apparently that depends on what you're listening to from that band. Right? Yeah, no. I was kidding anyway. It's dude, listen, it's it's all music, dude. No such thing as bad music. Right? Because music matters, but lyrics don't. One hundred percent. We're gonna put that on a shirt, and you know that, right? Lyrics don't matter, dude. They, just, they don't. It doesn't. They don't matter. Uh, I said somebody's name just now, and I forget who it was, and I had a story, but I fucking lost it. Damn, it's a funny one too. You named forty-three bands. Yeah. A specific name? Yeah, a guy, but I can't remember who it was. Um, damn. Um, 
Dude, there was one more obscure butt rock band. And they're kind of, ooh. See, people would argue with me. I don't know if this is butt rock. It's probably more new metal. But do you know who Pressure 4 or 5 is? No, I don't think. Man, Why, you that really make me sad. What time period is this from? Like what year? We've already established that that does not matter. Remember? Remember? Well, it kind of does. I keep it, bringing up old it kind things of that does. you've been into? No, no it, it, it does matter. Why? Because when I started listening to rock music, would Pressure 45 be, or Pressure 4 or 5, pressure sorry, four or five. sorry, Excuse sorry, you. I apologize. There's a dash, there's a dash. <laughs> would Pressure 4 or 5 be somebody that I should know? Yeah, here. A little more new metal. You got to educate yourself. On I really thing, do. Man. I really do. There's just do. too many cool things in life that you're just, you're missing out. I know. I can't let you do this anymore. That's why I'm doing this podcast with you. I'm trying to learn. And the more that we talk through see, it, the I more I keep thinking of these. Uh, and see, I, I don't think, I don't think you understand that I'm, tr that I use this podcast as a learning tool also. Not, be, oh. but, but the thing is, is I'm, I have to fight between what's just Patrick Blair's opinion. <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> I don't have opinions. Okay. Right, what are you ooing about? So, my cover band would have to play some non-point at some point. There you go. Again, started new metal. Got a little butt rocky in the middle there. What What from non-point, though? Give me some tracks. All early stuff. All early stuff. Endure. I guess we'll play What a Day. That's fine. And then the record... God, the record that came out, the the gold one, I don't remember what it's called. So we have to do something from that too. So yeah, uh, see, that's earlier than I got into nonpoint. I didn't get into what? I didn't get into nonpoint until like bullet with a name. Do you even know what I'm talking about? I know what the covers look like, but I don't think I've ever listened to them. This shit's crazy, man. I know, right? Um I'm just going to come up with a list. Yeah, I am going to do that. I'm not, I'm going to go past 10. I'm going to go 20, 25. I want, okay. And it's I, be I all want shit that I think you haven't heard of. Okay. That, but I also want you, whether it's part where it's, whether we talk about it on the show or not, I want you to give me records I need to listen to. Okay. Man. Butt rock. It's inspiring stuff. We've been talking about it far too long. We have been. 
There was one more. Damn it, it pisses me off that I can't think of it. Anyway. What can you do, man? Not much. Just talk So you didn't give me, did you? Did, yeah. Did you give me a prediction? For? For the game today? I'm really hesitant to give a prediction. Why? I know what direction I want it to go, but I also know what's that. The, what's that? I want Casey to win. Because? Because I'm a Casey fan. And because, and people might disagree with me, but it's kind of kind of like a passing of the torch type of thing if Mahomes beats Brady in the Super Bowl, I think. Uh, As I said, most people might disagree or they might think that's a disgusting thing to say, but uh, I, I think it kind of is because, here's why. If, if uh, KC can win the Super Bowl today, that's Mahomes, yeah. that Mahomes, ha- Mahomes has two rings in his first three years in the NFL. And if he can stay healthy okay. and the contract that he signed with KC, he has all the potential in the world to break an ungodly amount of records. And if everybody who solidifies Tom Brady as the GOAT in, an, in as a quarterback in the NFL, Mahomes has all the potential in the world to become that new GOAT, I think. Mm. That's why I say passing of the torch. But that, gotcha. that also, I'm also not thinking, okay, well, if Tom Brady loses today, he says, okay, I'm walking away. Mahomes is, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, that's not how I'm thinking about it. You know, I would always argue against Tom Brady being the GOAT. I have other, I've, I have other opinions as to who the greatest of all time is when it comes to quarterbacks. So, it, so what you're saying is it doesn't mean Super Bowl rings? No, not at all. Okay. But also... I felt like he was in a perfect situation, but if he wins today with that team in his first year with that team, I might have to just shut the fuck up. Because what do you mean the perfect situation? Like the part, the co- the coach and the, the team, Patriots, that he's a- the whole, the whole thing, the whole thing. It was just perfect. It was just perfect. I'm sorry. It was, but cam didn't do so well this year. So maybe it wasn't, I don't know. So, you're saying you might have to shut up if he wins the Super Bowl today with the Bucks, but he has to win today for you to shut up. Yes, yes. Why does that matter? If he if, he would have won another, he would have won it, another but, ring. But he went, but team. he went to a team. And God, dude, you don't have have any idea how much it's the angered. NFC. You don't have any idea how much this you, year. You don't have any idea how much it angers me to kind of be defending Tom Brady right now because I don't like Tom Brady. It angers me too, but. I'm trying to do this just to play devil's advocate. I'm just saying he's one game away from the Super Bowl. So you're saying he okay. needs he needs to win one more game for you to possibly say that he's the GOAT. Correct. Interesting. Getting there doesn't count. Interesting. Like I said, the NFC this year was garbage. Right. Garbage. You know, I'm really interested to see what the NFL is going to look like next year. Meaning what? It may be the most different that I've seen it in all the years that I watched NFL because of all, mainly because of quarterback situations. Everybody's moving everywhere. Uh, they're talking. Uh, there's rumors that Andrew Luck's coming back. There's rumors that Carson Wentz is going to Indianapolis. You got Deshaun Watson wanting to leave Houston. Philip Rivers retired. We're uncertain. We're uncertain about 
Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> We're uncertain about Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. Hope he, the hope they retire. You know, so I it's it's just crazy. I like it. I like it. Let's move on. New blood. You, but this is how weird it feels to me. It feels weird that guys that it just seems like yesterday were our new guys in the league are now going to be like the new veterans, like Russell Wilson, you, like and Cam Newton yeah. and these guys. It didn't seem like they've been in the league that long. But now, once your older guys like Tom Brady and Roethlisberger and Rodgers and Breeze and Rivers and all these guys retire, now you have like the new veterans, which are, you know, these guys. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, Russell Wilson is the new veteran. That's right. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, if all those guys retire. Yeah. But. But realistically, how many teams are in the NFL? There's 30-something, right? Yeah, I want to say like 32. So we'll, we'll, we'll go with that number. I'm pretty sure that's right. There are 32 teams. Okay. How many elite quarterbacks are there, though? Two I hands think, worth, probably, right? I Yeah, I guess it depends on who you consider elite, really. So, like, if you had to name them right now, obviously Brady Mahomes, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson, uh, Breeze, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Would you consider it Roethlisberger? Uh, I guess we'll throw Fat Ben in there. So, six. Josh uh, Allen. See? Who? Josh Allen for Buffalo. Is it, it? Are we calling him elite already? I mean, you're calling Mahomes elite. He won a Super Bowl. Okay. He's going to another one. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. I'll give you that. Let's just say well, we'll throw Allen in there. That's fine. Like as as much as it pains me, I'm not going to put Baker Mayfield on the list. I want to. I hope he enters the list at some point. All right, so what, I'm uh, still at seven. Uh, who who Russell, Russell Wilson. I said him. Oh, you did already. Sorry. Um, yep. Shoot, I don't know. Stafford's not elite to me at all, and he's been the the talk of the fucking town. Oh, that was a that was another thing too. You got Stafford going to L.A. and Jared Goff going to Detroit. That's going to be interesting. I don't think it is. You Why don't? is that? I don't think, but I, that's just me. The, the, big, um, the biggest news is just Stafford leaving Detroit, which he should have done a long time ago. Yeah, long time ago. Yeah. Long time. He wasted so many years there. Yep. That place is a black hole yep. for football players. Yep. I don't know if I've said that before, but I wouldn't put either of those guys on the elite list. So we're still at seven. Um, I'm just going through the league here. I'm trying to picture logos and just thinking, uh, Dak, not elite yet. No. Fun. Good, but not elite. Uh, whew, man, uh, I'm, I'm struggling. See? Yeah, I don't even know if there's more than seven. Struggling. Who's, uh, so we got, I said Breeze. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, I mean, you, who, like, man, I don't know. That might be it. And and believe me, if he weren't retired, I wouldn't put Phil Rivers on the list. Um. That's it. Oh, well, no. You can't put Lamar Jackson on it yet. Good. No, yeah. MVP. But is he elite? Uh, well, he I mean, if, in the playoffs. I mean, if we're throwing Josh Allen in there, we probably have to throw Lamar Jackson in there too then. It's pretty close. I'll be, I'll be I'll be generous and we'll throw him in there. Now I've put two NFC North quarterbacks in there over Baker Mayfield, so you're making me I'm an asshole right now. 
You understand this? Um, Baker Mayfield could be thrown in there if he has another couple good years. So could Joe Burrow. <laughs> we could have, wow. well, at this point, three AFC North quarterbacks that are elite. Although Joe Burrow, that was a horrendous injury. We'll see how he comes back from that. So we got eight. I, I can't think of anyone else, man. I'm trying to uh, – Deshaun Watson, good. Wouldn't call him elite. Nick Foles you know, has a Super Bowl. Do you give him an elite status? Not not, not even close <laughs> because he can't keep a job now. So, no, we're not doing that. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, do you put – Tannehill? I was thinking that because I was thinking of Tennessee. He's but not elite, though, right? I mean, he hasn't even been... He's this, been in the league the, way too long. And this is the closest he's gotten to a Super Bowl was this year, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think that's it. So that my point was, my point was, there are 32 teams. It's hard to come up with elite quarterbacks. So to see, like, the changing of the guard, it takes time. Mm-hmm. That's my point. It just takes time, you know? So, and, and that's what we're, we're seeing. Obviously, but we got to watch fucking Tom Brady in another fucking Super Bowl. Oh, what about Matt Ryan? Is Matt Ryan elite? Ugh. No. Nope. Uh-uh. Went to the one Super Bowl and we forgot about him. Pretty much. But we got, Shame, but, but I think we forgot about him for good reason because, and that's not to hate on Atlanta. It's just a matter of what has Atlanta done since that Super Bowl? Get consistently worse. And how insane is that? How insane is that that a team goes to the Super Bowl? And then the is next year, and, three points. Well, of course, that was insane. Up on, I, wasn't it 28 to 3? I think, yeah, I think so. 28 3. That's crazy. Um, that was one of those moments where I'm just sitting there watching and I'm going, I'm really watching this happen. Like, it was like, I'm really watching this happen. Yeah. This is insane. Like, now, I didn't want to believe it was real. As much and as I'm not a fan as much as it pains me again to say anything good about Tom Brady is there probably no other quarterback in the league that could have done that. Whoa. Who could have, who could have take it in the league right now or Or, in history or at that time. As much as it pains me to say, I think Aaron Rodgers could, you think? Yeah, I can't stand him, but I think he could. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah. Maybe there's, maybe just those two. Another quarterback but in history, uh, there are guys that could have done that. Another quarterback that I didn't mention would be Andy Dalton, too. Not the not elite status, but somebody that's probably going to go somewhere else, too. He stated yeah. that the Dallas isn't going to be his ending spot. He just wanted to go somewhere. And he actually, as bad as the injury was for Dak Prescott, Andy Dalton did get it was kind of in his favor that Prescott got hurt because he got to have some good playing time through the year. Yeah. Before deciding to go yeah, somewhere else. I would not want to play there. It's another black hole. I mean, they've tried. Think of how long it's been since they've been to a Super Bowl. Yeah. And this is the most this is the most lucrative franchise there, in sports. You know, there was a meme that I seen that had uh it was talking about Dallas and it was talking it was comparing them to Tom Brady and it said how many how many years that Dallas has been in the NFC. It's like twenty something years, and then uh and how many times they've been to the NFC championship game and it was zero. And then Tom Brady's been in there one year and he had already made it to the championship game. I just, I thought it was kind of funny. It's fucking crazy, man. But then, but then the other meme was, was uh, 
the reason why Tom Brady went to the NFC was because he couldn't beat Mahomes to get to the Super Bowl. So now look where he's at. But he, it, dude, the AFC is loaded, loaded with good teams. It's just what, that's a, that's a okay. What, what it literally drives me insane that a team that's like seven and that wins seven games in a season can make it to the playoffs. Well, guess what? You need to be in the NFC and you need to be in the East because it'll happen every year. God, it's terrible. It sucks. But, I mean, rightfully so, you don't see any of those teams, you know, still playing now, so. Yeah. Who did Haskins sign with? Oh, uh, crap. I don't remember. Denver? No. Who, where did he get, uh, Pittsburgh? Yes, I think. Who went to Pittsburgh? I think so, yes. Yeah, it's Pittsburgh. Yeah. That's good for him. If he gets to play like a year, he should have played a year behind an established quarterback. And Dude, he got... These poor guys, man, they get thrown to the fucking wolves. Maybe he won't be good in the NFL, but I think he will be. I'm also defending a Buckeye, so. I mean, think think sense, about but. though. Think about your quarterbacks who are the elite or have been elite in the past. Most of them played a year or two underneath an elite quarterback. It seems yeah. like you know uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers did, uh, Tom Brady did. You know they played yeah. under elite under elite quarterbacks. You know, and then you have guys like. Uh, Joe Burrow, who comes in expected to be a starter and expected to be this star, you know, he was doing well and too. He was, yeah. But I'm just with a shitty offensive line that got him sacked a bunch. Yeah, I'm just saying it's like it. it I, I know how much power and how good it would have to feel to come out of college and be the starter on an NFL team. But it, it, it's it's so it's, it's, it's so beneficial. It seems like it's so beneficial for your career to play underneath somebody for a year or two before you can elite quarterbacks. You know, before you can. Yeah. So I don't know. I would I would want that just to give just to buy myself some time before the fucking fan base turns on me. Even if you play behind someone for a bad team, and you play for a bad team, and you're playing behind an established quarterback. But it's a bad team. You're inheriting a piece of shit eventually, anyway. Yeah. So it's only a matter of time. But I would at least want that one year for people to go, all right, now it's your turn. Let's see what you got. Maybe that's more pressure than just coming right out of college and starting. Maybe it's the same. I don't know. If, if it were that, maybe if it were me, I would want that one year. Yeah. You know, like if I got drafted by fucking, uh, I'm just thinking of a team right now, like w- Washington. I'll be like, let Alex Smith start. Yeah. I'll sit. Let right. him, let him do it. Right. You know. Uh, or even like, uh, where do, where does, what did oh, uh, fuck man, why can't I remember his name? Who? Either way. Well, or if I got drafted by, I'm trying to think of like teams that aren't that good that have guys that have been there a while. Okay, here's a good one. If I got drafted by San Francisco, I'm like, Jimmy G's the starter. I'm sitting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I guess Jimmy G still consider uh, people consider him to be they like they think he can reach that level, but I would be like, yeah, Jimmy Where G did where did Teddy Bridgewater start? Did he start in Minnesota? Yeah. Underneath Cousins? Or was Cousins there yes. when he first started? He was. And then he went I'm to pretty sure. Then he went to New Orleans. Or no, I think no, Cousins was after him, dude. Oh, I don't was know he? who was there when he got there. Uh, ooh, that's a good one. 
That's good trivia. Let's look it up. Because then he then he went to New Orleans and got to play under Breeze for a little while. Right. Then he went to Carolina as their their lead, and now that's kind of crazy too. Isn't Jamison Winston, who was in Tampa Bay, went to Davis. or Jameis, sorry, and then went to New Orleans, and he's the third guy now, isn't he? There's a guy ahead of him. He might start. Oh, really? That's what I heard. Maybe that was just talk. Because there was another guy, but I didn't recognize his name. But I'm pretty sure that he was hurt or something and he couldn't play. And that's why Winston stepped in and did that trick play um, in that in that final win that New Orleans had. Or maybe it was the loss, the loss they had against uh, Tampa Bay. I don't remember, but. I'm trying to think of who the yes. who the past quarterbacks were in Minnesota before Cousins. Bridgewater got there in 2014, and they went to the playoffs in 2015, and Bridgewater didn't play in a playoff game. So it had to have been Cousins then, right? Dude, or was it someone else? Bridgewater's been in the league for seven years now? Yeah. How is that possible? I don't know. I mean, you got to think he sat out an entire year because of his injury. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Hold on, I'm on. I'm, on a, I'm trying to get a list here. Starting quarterbacks by season. Ooh, remember Dante Culpepper? Yeah, where was uh, he at? That was way before, though. That was I know. 2000 to 2005. Anyway, uh, Bridgewater starting quarterback from Week Four of the 2014 season until the end of 2015. He tore his ACL on August 30th, 2016, and was declared out for the rest. Oh my God! You want to know who it was? That replaced Teddy Bridgewater? Where? In Minnesota. When Bridgewater got hurt. Who? Big bad Sam Bradford. Oh, I totally forgot the he went to Minnesota. The forgotten son. And he just kind of fizzled out and nobody really paid attention that he was gone, right? But he had injuries too. He was injury prone. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Okay, so Teddy Bridgewater. So before Teddy Bridgewater, it was Christian Ponder. I totally forgot that that guy. Yep, so did I. Um, let's say so. It's Teddy Bridgewater, Matt Castle, Christian Ponder. Bridgewater was the starter in 2015. I forgot. I that. forgot about Castle too. Was wasn't Castle in Seattle before Russell Wilson? I think so. I yeah, I think so. I don't know. So then it went Bridgewater, Sam Bradford, and Sean Hill, Case Keenum. Oh, yeah. Replaced Sam Bradford as the starter, and, and then, then Kirk Ke- Cousins came in in 2018. And then Keenum went to Denver. Yeah. Before Drew Locke took over. Who was the quarterback for that play, That the, the miracle play against the Saints? Was it Case Keenum? Yeah, it was Case Keenum. It wasn't Cousins. Uh, What 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 miracle play are we talking about? The fucking the play where the, the Saints... Uh, the Saints... Um, D-back bailed on the play and just let the guy run right by him for a touchdown to win the game? I don't remember. Anyway, a couple of fucking football almanacs over here. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Why are we even talking about it? Anyway, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm excited for this game. I think it's going to be a good game. What did I say? 28-23? That's what you said. Chiefs 28-23. I hope. God, I can't take another Tom Brady post-game speech. I think, man, I don't know. I mean, Tampa Bay's going to have to shut down Hill and Kelsey. Good luck. 
but well, shuts them down. But then, you can, but then on top of that, Mahomes is a playmaker. So as as long right. with without it, so that's the thing. I've never, I've never seen a player like Mahomes that can make the plays how he does. I mean, he'll he'll run to one side of the field and throw a sidearm to the other side of the field for a play. It's just yeah. crazy. I just don't think anyone's ever had the balls to try to make those plays. Well, I think you have, um, but but I think teams, it, it, it lasts for like one year, and then teams kind of figure it out. Uh, like, de- like defense figures it out. Yeah, I don't think there's anything to figure out with him necessarily. I think he's just a playmaker. Yeah. Oh, look, he's a playmaker, but he has other playmakers on the field with him. That's the difference. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Without those guys, he doesn't make those passes. He yeah. doesn't make no-look passes and fucking what did i say the the last game we were watching at the same time obviously not together but what did he just cornhole the ball to the end zone to travis kelsey <laughs> did that really just happen yeah but you know what's funny is we we were talking about that but there's there's several plays one's a third down play or no a fourth down play sorry uh where a guy just kicks out to the right every single time and then there's yeah. that play that you're talking about where he cornholes the ball in there they do that play constantly over yeah, and over ridiculous. again, and teams can't stop it. Like they they know it's yeah, coming. It's, it's, they know it's coming. It's ridiculous. Tony Romo will sit there in uh, in the commentating booth and tell you exactly what's getting ready to happen. Like the coaches don't know what they're getting ready to do, and it's going. It just happens. Like there's no Tony Romo is really good at that, dude. He is. If there was, yeah. I, I wasn't a fan of Tony Romo as a quarterback, but I love listening to him. He's very good during the games, and he's. Yeah. But the question is, is he worth the money that he is paid to be a commentator? Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Pay the fucking guy. It, it's it's dumb. It's a dumb conversation. Although I'll, football, t- football, I'll, I'll tell you what, one of the craziest games in my household, because my wife's a Cowboys fan. She's been a Cowboys fan since back in the day with Aikman and yeah. Emmett Smith and all these guys, you know, so she can't give it up. And I, and I you know, I will admittedly say that I was a Peyton Manning fan, so I moved to Denver when Peyton went to Denver. But, uh, and I don't know when the game was, but whenever it was Denver versus Dallas and it was Romo versus Manning, but both of those players threw for like 500 yards in one game. It was the mo- it was the craziest back and forth I've seen. And if me and my wife have ever been into it in a game, it's that one. But I came out the victor, so thank you, Peyton Manning. <laughs> He's bailed he's bailed you out many times. And he also is going into the Hall of Fame this year. So I'm excited to see that today. Yeah. That's a given. It is. I can't believe no he's brainer. not co- I can't believe he's not coaching somewhere. I think he should just keep making commercials. You think? Be Peyton Manning. I could Who see would want to coach. I know, but I could see uh, him a being a job to have. I could see him being a coach in like a cut for like a college team. There was a lot of rumors going around when he retired that he was going to go and coach for Tennessee. Mm. But that's where he went to school. So I could see why. And because he's, uh, you know, he's from there. I wouldn't coach Tennessee unless Alabama disbanded all sports, including (laughs) and mainly their football team. I wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. No, not a chance. (laughs) And they're not even in the same fucking division of the SEC. And I still wouldn't do it. Wait, are they? I don't think they are. I don't know. I'm, ter- I'm I terrible Tennessee's with divisions. In. I think Tennessee's 
it's Tennessee and LSU, and then I think it's Florida and Alabama. Either way, I might be wrong about that, but I don't know. I despise SEC football, Big Ten fans, so that makes sense. Um, I don't know. Well, dude. I think we bored people to death. <laughs> Our football knowledge. Our football knowledge, which we have, you have a lot more than I do, but I just go along with it. So, top 20 underrated records for mm-hmm. Butt Rock. That's what I'm going to give you. I have to have that prepared before the next show. Is that what you're telling me? I'm excited for the list, and I think we should do a push on social media to try to get other people's opinions. Okay. We I want have plenty of friends that will chime in. I'm sure. I know. I want to see. I want to see what we get. So let's let's do that. We'll get, let's get some. We'll get let, let's get some listener participation. If anybody has lasted this long in an ep, this episode, <laughs> we're almost at two hours. <laughs> if anybody has lasted this long, please before next week. Give us underrated butt rock records. Yes, please. And we're out.